Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's hour two of the show. One of the great things about this summer, yes, I realize Saints training camp is here, so the doldrums of the summer here locally for sports fans kind of over, but there hasn't really been any of those doldrums because of what the Pelicans have done since David Griffin alive. They've been the talk of not only the city and the region, but kind of the talk of the country in the NBA. It's been great to cover them here. They've got fairly, uh, relatively high expectations, I think, heading into the fall. I still think playoff expectations. Anybody who think this is uh, assuredly a playoff team might be a little off base. you got to look at the depth in the Western Conference, but it is going to be a very exciting and intriguing season to watch. I mean, this team is 15 guys deep right now, which is just silly to think about. They might not have the top flight talent that a Lakers team does or a Clippers team does or the Warriors in the West but they're as deep as any team in the league and that's not something you could have ever said during the Dell Demps era or the Anthony Davis era the transformation has been pretty incredible we're going to talk a little Pelicans here and bring on in Andrew Lopez NBA writer who covers the Pelicans he's on Twitter at underscore Andrew underscore Lopez Andrew what's going on man how are you I'm, I'm doing pretty good man I just I it's kind of funny. I, I never, I didn't realize that Saints training camp was so close upon us just because people have still talked about the Pels so long. <laughs> like, I kind of <laughs> forgot until you were you're saying it like just now. I could hear you in my head. I'm like, oh, that's next week. Oh, like we're already at the end of July. Like, yeah. I totally didn't realize that. <laughs> I will tell you this. It has been a blessing for me sitting in this seat, Andrew, because sometimes <laughs> sports talk in July – and late June can get uh, pretty darn dry. But it wasn't with the Pelicans who made this run in the summer league, and I think we were all captivated because when Zion went down in that first game, we are thinking, oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be pretty ugly. And it turned out not to be. We had, you know, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker stepping up. Uh, we yeah. saw a good play from Jackson Hayes. What would you think of this group in the summer? Yeah, I mean, the, the, those two excelled. And obviously, Nikhil Alexander-Walker makes it to the all-summer league first team. Uh, Jackson Hayes was voted on to the second team by the media who's covering uh, out there. And then maybe your third best player, Didi Luzada, uh, who showed flashes of what he can do, knocked down some threes. It, you know, he made, made a couple. He made a game-winning steal at one point. He's not even going to play on this team this year. Like that's, it, it's kind of crazy for me to think about because he's not even going to be on the team. He is. He's going to play in Australia next year uh, as as a part of that Rising Stars program that they have. You know, same pe- same program that Lamelo Ball is going to be in. Lonzo's little brother. So. Uh, to me, it was uh, it was kind of eye opening, and it, it just kind of kind of shows you. Last year's second round pick, Tony Carr, was finding trouble getting playing time on this team. Like it was, uh, it, it's just the talent across the board is kind of so much. Maybe maybe jumped up a little another level. I mean, if, at the end of the season, I would have bet any amount of money that Christian Wood was going to be on this team come October, and he's already waived and been claimed by another team. So it just kind of to show you with. Uh, how much talent has been developed by, by David Griffin and acquired by David Griffin in just a short time. It also shows, I think, Andrew, at least to me, that they're really confident with 
Derek Favors, Zion Williamson, Jalil Okafor handling the front court, considering they got rid of Chick Diallo and they got rid of, like you just said, Christian Wood. It seems like they're pretty comfortable with those guys in the front court. Yeah, you're probably going with 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 Ja and Derek Favors as your two centers, uh, Zion and Nikola Melli as your your two power forwards, and then a lot of your depth is built on the the the, the three guard spots. So you know, however you gonna however you look at the small forward spot, but all of your depth is there. Yeah, Brandon Ingram can probably play the four a little bit in some small lineups, uh, but overall, I mean, that group is really, you know. They, he 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 put his stamp on this very quickly. It helped that you had an Anthony Davis trade to kind of move a lot of pieces, but he quickly put his stamp uh, on this Pelicans team. You know, I'm curious to watch now is how they cut the fat on this roster. And like I said in the open this hour, you know, 15, they're actually about 16, 17 deep now. I would assume Andrew that guys like Zylan Cheatham and uh, are going to be cut and, and maybe a. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe a Kenrich Williams might be gone too. How do they cut this fat and get down to that fifteen? You're you're at fifteen now. Cheatham and, and some of these other guys they brought in are still on two way deals. Uh, but the beauty of what you have right now is you have a G League team. You have a team that you can send guys to, uh, and you can fill out that roster. Uh, Cavell Bigby Williams, you know, he was close to agreeing to an Exhibit Ten contract, which means he'll go into camp. But if they cut him, he gets a bonus if he goes to Erie. Um, a lot of what they're doing right now is is planning, I think, for for that team. And then, you know, you look at a guy like Etwan Moore. You look at a guy like the, the contract that they signed Darius Miller to, uh, seven million in that in that neighborhood for a year for Darius Miller seems very high. Uh, until you realize maybe you you combine Etwan and Darius and maybe send them out. For somebody, you could take back $14, $15 million in salary. I, I, I think once you get into the season, you see how things are going. Um, if if you're in the playoff race, you know, you can make moves to, to boost your, your roster. If you're out of the playoff race early, if those young guys don't uh, develop the way you want, maybe, you know, it's going to be a slower year, maybe at the trade deadline, you send Etwan off to a contender, you send Darius off to a contender, uh, and you can take back a, a big contractor pick. So, you, you can do a lot of different things with the way this roster, roster is constructed, both in the terms of how guys are going to play, uh, being guys can play multiple positions all over the place, uh, and with uh, you know probably the back end of that roster maybe changing uh, come the trade deadline. An NBA writer covering the Pelicans, Andrew Lopez, joining us. And, and Lopes, the small forward spot is going to be an interesting one to see who starts in, the, in this five. And everybody's assuming it's Brandon Ingram. But can we really – believe with confidence he's going to be healthy it sounds like he hasn't even shot a basketball in what, three four months right now yeah i i still think everything is everything reads as if he's he's going to be fine i mean even if he let's say he starts shooting in two weeks he's still going to be that's still you know almost two months you know six seven eight weeks before training camp starts uh, he'll be fine uh but but you do have a real question i think obviously i think lonzo and drew are uh, kind of slotted in as starters at, at the two guard spots. You'd figure Zion is, is slated to start at the four. Derek Favors slated to start at the five. Uh, and that three spot is kind of up in the air. Do you put J.J. Redick there? Do you put Brandon Ingram there? I, I think personally I'd go Brandon Ingram. Um, but if you were to make the argument that you start J.J. Redick and you bring Brandon Ingram off the bench as like a super sub who's still going to play 30, 32 minutes a game, I, I, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, he can he can be the playmaker on that second unit. He can kind of be your Lou Williams, where he's still going to get, you know, 
20, 22 points a game. But I, I'm, the fact that Alvin Gentry has to make those decisions right now, um, I think he's, he's going to like having to make those decisions compared to, to where he was, you know, making roster decisions at the end of last year. Oh, man, no doubt. It's a good problem to have. And we know Alvin Gentry is one of the architects of that Golden State offense, and they're known to kind of have, I guess, led the, the generational shift to small ball in the NBA. So it doesn't make sense for J.J. Redick to go that small to have a 6'5 guy who's really a perimeter threat, and that's about it, playing the three. Is, is that something we could see a lot of this year? I mean, I think it's something you, you've already seen a lot of because it's it's basically what they did last year with with Etwan Moore. I mean, Etwan Moore at six four, he's even really smaller than JJ. Uh, he played a lot of the three last year, and it depended on where you were kind of shifting your lineups. You you know you were rolling out lineups with Elfrit, Drew, and Etwan. All three of those guys are six four. Um, and I think what you can do this year is you, you have a little bit of a an extra boost. Lonzo six six. Can can really guard one two three. So maybe if you put that lineup out there, you you can put JJ on the on the softest of the or the the, the guy you're not afraid of uh, of those three guards, so the, the least one you're afraid of at the one two three spot. Lonzo could could defend up. Drew can defend up. Uh, we've seen that obviously uh, year after year. So um, I, I don't think the size will be the issue, but if you're looking for spacing early on. I think that's what JJ helps. Well, you mentioned Lonzo there. It's interesting, and he, I'm sure you've heard this just as much as I have. The Pelicans fans coming out of the woodwork to say, "Oh man, I don't like Lonzo here. His dad is going to be a distraction." Um, seems like he's actually going to fit into this offense pretty well. Do you do you think that, Andrew? Do you think that he's kind of a natural fit for what Alvin Gentry wants to do in this system? Yeah, I mean, I was talking to somebody earlier today about it, and he's going to fit into the offense the way. Uh, Alfred Payton fit into the offense in the sense of he's going to be the guy to distribute. He's going to be the guy to uh, get to the basket, make the make the elite, you know, the, the passing move he needs to make. He is an elite passer. Uh, that that is one skill you can't take away from him. He's an elite rebounder uh, for for a guard. So he's going to bring a lot of what Alfred brought, uh, and then even ramp it up more on the defensive end. I mean, I really think that between Alfred and and I'm sorry, between Drew and Lonzo, you really can have one of, if not the top defensive backcourt uh, in the NBA next year. Andrew Lopez joining us. Uh, Andrew, the the other, and I'm using air quotes here, the other guy in this trade, Josh Hart, yeah. kind of uh, endeared himself to the fan base with his embracing of New Orleans. We saw reports, I think yesterday or the day before, that there were multiple teams that were trying to trade for Josh Hart at draft time, teams that were drafting in the 20s, and, and David Griffin and company said, no, we like him that much. We've got to keep him along. Is that right? Yeah, and uh, Joel Myers, I think, said that on his on SiriusXM. Uh, obviously, the, the play-by-play guy for the Pelicans, but uh, you know, in the press conference itself, uh, Griff told this story about how, you know, Josh Hart called them and said, "Look, I know you could probably get a lot for me, uh, and if we're being real, I think getting a first-round pick for Josh Hart would be uh, a big coup if you could get if you could have got that for him in the draft, even in the 20s." But, you know, Josh Hart told David Griffin, "Please don't trade me. I want to be in New Orleans. I want to be a part of what this is, what you are building, what you are going to do here." Uh, so for for him to say that, I mean, he's. I think if you had a bingo card of things a player needed to do in New Orleans to uh, to be loved by the fans, I think uh, Josh Hart might have blackout right now. Like he's done <laughs> literally everything possible, uh, and then he like doubles down on it today, where he comes out and says, uh, "You know, I'm a Redskins fan, but I gotta get in the dome and hear the dome." And make, you know, like, come on, man! As soon as you mention the dome and the noise, it just yeah. takes it to another level of. Uh, trying to endear yourself to all these fans. Yeah, no doubt about it. Love me some Josh Hart. Uh, final one, Andrew. And I know we're way away here, but everybody wants to know, 
expectations for this team this fall and on into next year? Can they be a playoff team? Where do you see them slotting in the Western Conference? Can they? Yes. I do think they can be a playoff team. Will they? That remains to be seen. It's still the Western Conference. It's still stacked as much as it can be. So it's going to be tough. I do think they're going to be in the race for the eight seed. But unlike the past few years, if they don't make it, it's not a failed season. You have a lot of moving pieces. You have a lot of young guys. You had a lot of guys trying to prove that they can be better off of injury. So for me, I think if you if you are just competing, say you even say you 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 know say you go thirty nine and forty three, you miss the playoffs by you know six games or something. You you get the eleventh pick in the lottery, and then you're going to be even better, and you're going to set yourself up the next year. That's the blueprint that Oklahoma City followed originally. They had to lose first, then they were able to take you know Harden, KD, and, and Westbrook, and make it to the conference finals, make it to the NBA finals. That's the blueprint you want to follow. You have to be – you can't just go jump to 50 wins. If they do it, great, fantastic. I don't know if that happens, but I think you have to plan on it not being, uh, you know, they're going to be a top four seed. You, they can, they're going to fight for a playoff spot. They may not make it, but it's still going to be a positive step if they can take uh, get into that spot this year. And this is going to be a fun season to pay attention to uh, no matter what happens. Andrew Lopez, NBA writer covering the Pelicans. Be sure you follow him on Twitter at underscore Andrew underscore Lopez. Lopes, always appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you again soon. No problem, man. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to open up the phone lines for you. Pelicans expectations. You heard Andrew say it there. Playoff fringe, anything more than that. You're probably setting your expectation bar a little too high. You tell me. And also, which players are you most excited for? How would you set up this lineup for the Pelicans this season? Because good problem to have for Alvin Gentry and company. But, yeah, they're loaded very deep on this roster. Phone line and phone number is 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. I'm Seth Dunlap. Logan's behind the glass. It's the last lap here on WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 